Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off with Feel the Podcast. <sighs> Relationships are hard. Okay, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week. No, I'm joking. But really, like, that's a mouthful. Relationships are tough. And I'm not going to say that I didn't know that relationships were tough because obviously I've been in a position where I've been able to observe relationships for years. Friends, family, acquaintances, co-workers. And I'm often in a situation where people have asked my advice. What do I think? You know, sometimes it's like, I don't know. I've never been in a relationship. I've never been married, but I've used a lot of common sense. I've called upon my compassion and my empathy. And I feel like I've been able to, you know, give pretty solid direction on the way somebody should go to navigate through a situation. But like anything, being in it is totally, totally different. So listen, I've spent my entire adult life waiting on my chance, waiting on my opportunity believing that I was deserving definitely hearing from other people that I'm deserving and you know that it just didn't happen wasn't the right time wasn't the right person and so recently the stars have aligned and I am newly in a relationship and it's tough and it's tough for a myriad of different reasons but mostly because you have two singular individuals trying to converge their their experiences their 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 ideals um you know their thought processes all to put it into this box called common ground where both people can coexist sanely and it's challenging and it's tough and and so even though I haven't been in a, in a relationship a very long time and I've never been in a relationship in my adult life I know that there's a lot to learn and I am in no way a relationship expert or guru, but I feel like I do have a, a high level and acuteness, if you will, uh, of emotions, of my own emotions and the emotions of others. And so this episode is really just to talk about the importance of emotional intelligence in a relationship. So listen, in an ideal world, everyone would come into a relationship with a relatively high IQ or emotional IQ. The reality of the situation is you typically have a person who has a pretty decent emotional IQ and a person who does not. Herein lies the issue because the person who has a higher emotional IQ is typically trying to work to get the other person to raise their emotional IQ. And that's just a lot of work. So, I'm going to give you a scenario. It's a scenario that I am currently living, a scenario that I've definitely heard from other people. Um, And this is just my way of helping those individuals understand how important emotional intelligence is in a relationship. So here's the thing. Emotional intelligence is related to communication. What you often find in relationships, whether they are platonic or familial, but most importantly, in romantic relationships, but not overall let's say this first overall overall communication skills are at a all-time low we lack we lack as individuals in our ability to adequately communicate what it is we want from people when it comes to emotional uh intelligence and our ability to communicate our emotions like how we feel we're even lower like i 
Like, I don't know how you can get that low, but it's low. <laughs> and so, you know, they're, they're, they're connected. Emotional intelligence, communication, the ability to communicate, period, but also to communicate your emotions are all interconnected. And you find in relationship spaces that people are just not very astute when it comes to communicating your emotions. So here we go. Let me help you out here. This is typically what happens in a relationship. A person feels a way. A person is in their feelings about something. Could be big, could be small. Who knows? This is the thing. Everyone is entitled to feel their feels, to feel the way that they want to feel. All emotions, um, emotions, not emotions, emotions, all emotions are valid. But when you feel a way and someone, the other partner, ask if you feel a way, what's wrong? I sense that there's something wrong. The first mistake people make is they say, no, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm good. Okay. So listen, when somebody takes the time to ask if you are okay, I can sense That person can sense that something's not right. And so they query, what's going on? That is the keen time. It is opportune. It is your chance to vent, to emote, to let it all out. Because when a person is inquiring about your emotions, they are at their most open state. They're at the place where they realize that there's an issue, or at least they have an assumption that there's an issue, but they're they're most open to making correction to taking some type of action to kind of quill whatever's going on with you. So take it. Don't squander this opportunity to just be mad within yourself because it doesn't do the relationship any good. So first mistake is to not openly say, hey, something's going on. So listen, I'm the type of person who I ask a question twice, three times because I want to make sure that I'm sure that I'm sure that I'm sure that I'm sure that you're sure that I'm sure. So I ask once, hey, is everything all right? I'm good. I'm cool. I'm I'm okay. Are you sure? Because I'm sensing like something isn't right. Like, listen, we know when you're in relationship with someone, you can sense when things just aren't great. You know when something's a little weird, when something's a little off. So I inquire a second time. Are you sure that everything's okay? What typically happens is the person says, yeah, I'm good. Today's busy at work such and such such and such this is what's going on so listen from this point forward the other person in this case me moves on and says hey i assumed that something was wrong they have assured me that nothing is wrong so i'm gonna go on about my day the problem is is you're still feeling away you're still in your feelings so the situation has not been solved there hasn't been any remedy so later on when i or whoever the other person is, is under the impression that everything that that either there wasn't anything wrong or if that there was something wrong, you've had time to cool it out. They move on about their day. They move on about their life. They're communicating with you as they normally would, but it still ain't right. So now the other person's frustrated. You know, because you haven't adequately communicated that something really was wrong. You didn't want to have that conversation. Now you frustrated the other person because they felt like something was wrong. 
they asked. They asked a second time to ensure that they weren't just making stuff up in their head because sometimes we can be a little crazy. And you said no. And so they moved on. So now we're back at this same square because you're in this space. You haven't gotten any less mad. But now the other person is frustrated and they're mad. So this is when it gets tricky. You were mad because you were in your feelings. Okay. You had an opportunity to say that you were in your feelings so that that person could address them when they were open. You close that door. They gave you a second opportunity. Hey, are you sure? You close that door. That person has moved on. And now that they're trying to communicate with you regularly, normally, because they feel like it's okay to like remove themselves from the eggshells, you're still mad. And now they're mad. And now you're big mad because you were already mad for whatever reason. <laughs> now you're mad that they're mad that you're mad when you had an opportunity to just squash it all listen communication is important and I learned at a very early age that communicator A has just as much responsibility as communicator B in relaying information if communicator A says something that communicator B doesn't understand communicator A needs to raise or lower their level of communication and communicator B needs to do the same thing. It's no one person's fault when a communicated idea doesn't sink in. So when it comes to emotions, it's important not to put yourself in this pace of self-reconciliation, which I know is a singular thing. We have a habit of solving problems for ourselves within ourselves. The issue with that is, If you never address an issue, if you never make it known that something is a problem, the person never has an opportunity to one, correct it, or two, explain why they don't feel an apology is necessary, how they do validate how you feel, but this is the place that they're coming from. Because everything doesn't necessarily require a corrective action or an apology. Sometimes it's just conversation for the purpose of seeking a greater understanding of why you feel the way that you feel because we all have baggage we all have things from our past that unfortunately or fortunately dictate how we move about my favorite phrase the cabin in life it's all about being on an airplane moving about the cabin so listen dude when you have an opportunity bruh when you have an opportunity sis when you have an opportunity to just say i am mad this is why do it because it spares you a lot of the mixed emotion and a lot of the bad feelings that you have to carry around all day and so now you're mad at somebody and they don't know why you're mad at them and you're still mad and they still don't know what's going on but now they're mad because you said you weren't mad but you're treating them as if you were mad and they knew you were mad in the first place. So look, it's a big ball of confusion. Relationships are tough enough already trying to get two people on the same road. Don't complicate it by missed opportunities to truly communicate how you feel about a particular situation or how you feel in general because it only makes things more complicated. And hey, We just don't need that. It's just not necessary. So listen, people, 
this is my tidbit. These are the things that I knew, but now I'm actually experiencing them and it's altogether different. We got to find a way to become better communicators, one, and two, better communicators of our emotions because self-reconciliation is an epic fail. (laughs) It never works. It never works. Silent treatment is an epic fail. You can't be silent in a relationship. How can you be in a relationship with somebody else that you refuse to talk to or because you're mad, you don't want to have a conversation with them? Then you get to the end of the road and you realize it wasn't really a big deal. It was just a misunderstanding. We could have saved ourselves a bunch of time. Now I got to pay reparations. Now I got to give you extra kisses, extra hugs, extra booty to make up for the fact that we was in a way that we didn't have to be in a way. Nobody wants to do that. I mean, as the recipient of reparations. I'm not always mad, but sometimes I'm mad at the process to get to the reparations. Why can't we just be loving? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, trying to help the people out. You know, this is what I know. It ain't a lot, but it's a little bit. I want us to be in healthy spaces, healthy relationships. So communication is key. Find ways to raise your emotional intelligence. Read a book, listen to a podcast, shit. Find a TED Talk. They're talking about it everywhere. Emotional intelligence is so important. Before we didn't know what it was, you know, now we do. And now that we know what it is, we can put ourselves in better situations in terms of our relationships by finding ways to adequately communicate how we feel, why we're upset, why we're hurt, why we are in our feelings, why we feel away. Anyway, check me out on all of your platforms i am available of course on the google androids platform they have a podcast platform apple of course has a podcast platform this app anchor fm which is phenomenal um there's also overcast there's Pocket Cast, there's stitcher there's a myriad of other ways that you can listen to my content and also review rate listen let me explain it to you this way Anybody who is an internet shopper, anybody who is a frequent researcher before they purchase a product lives and thrives off of reviews. Reviews, good, bad, or indifferent, give us an idea about what the the product is, whether the product is a actual item or a person or a thing. Like it lets us know if the investment is worth it, if our personal investment of time or money is worth it. So check this out on Apple. And I'm sure on Google, there's an opportunity to rate and write a review. I ask that you do that. And this is the reason why. I feel like the message that I'm trying to get out to the world is a good one. I feel like it's a positive one. I feel like it's a thought-provoking one. I feel like it's something that needs to be heard. But it doesn't just need to be heard by people who are my family and my friends and people who love and support me. It needs to be heard by the greater community. People who don't look like me, who don't think like me, but could benefit from the challenge of hearing someone else's perspective on topics that we all encounter things that we all have to go through and endure relationship shit is shit that everybody got to go through black white puerto rican straight gay trans we all have to find a way to communicate one and also communicate our emotions adequately so that our partner our spouse our lover our friend gets that shit so we don't find ourselves in places where everybody big mad and we nobody knows why or one person is big mad and they know why but they mad because now the other person is mad see it just doesn't make sense it's an endless loop of foolishness so let's quill it the best way we can uh 
back to my point about rating and ranking. So if you rate and you rank and you review, it gives somebody that's outside of my community, outside of the black, male, gay, queer community, uh, Christian. I'm all of these things. But somebody that's outside of my community who may be looking for something to listen to, something new, something insightful, something fresh, can see your reviews, can see your rating and say, hey, let me give this a shot. Because maybe that person who decides to listen to give me a shot is in a position to give up give to give me a shot and so then I can get this thing on a larger platform because ideally I want to help as many people as I can I do believe that that is part of my purpose in this earth on this earth is to help as many people as I can and so I've used the podcast as a platform to help as many people as I can it's a wonderful platform but it's only wonderful if the message gets out there so please help me help me by rating and reviewing my podcast on those bigger platforms because it matters it makes a difference i mean in anchor fm you can put some stars by my name and obviously i'm assuming that if you get enough stars there's some type of algorithm that says this nigga got a lot of stars this week you should definitely check him out i think that's great but we know that people are frequent users of podcasts on apple people are frequent users i'm assuming of podcasts on google so hey We want those frequent users to dial in to me to, you know, get a fresh perspective. Anyway, love you guys for real. Hope you have an awesome day. This podcast was not nearly as pristine and and, uh, clear as I wanted it to be in terms of, you know, I'm a perfectionist. But I really just want it because it was on my heart. It's sincere. I really wanted to get out the importance of being communicative in relationships. Um, Communicative, period, but also of our emotions. We got to learn how to have a conversation about our emotions. And it doesn't have to be an eloquent conversation. It can be a real conversation like, nigga, I'm mad. Because that I can work with. What I can't work with is, no, I'm good. It really should be, nigga, I'm mad. Anyway, love y'all for real. Have a great day. Peace.